What up, folks? What it do? Welcome to another episode of the best advice ever podcast with me, Mike Goodwin, your host, the Bowtie Comedian. Check it out. For the last few weeks, we've been starting with the mind of Mike. That is because I have been on a mini break, sabbatical, rest even. I've been taking the last, you know, I took May off, like intentionally took May off. Then June, I think, got jealous and said, hey, I want to go too. I didn't want June to go, but June went. And so May and June, I pretty much was 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 local state. I was at the house. I wasn't doing any gigs. I might have had one here or there. Well, no, no, I started back up in July. So June, yeah, there, there was no there was no shows. There was no shows. And I, I think the last show I had up until that point was at the end of April. I was at the Men's Summit in Dallas. And then, again, May was legitimately a break, a vacation, time to breathe. Uh, but June became that also as, as it relates to going out on the road. Never not working but going out doing gigs well the break is over i am back at it back out here on this road on the road i most recently was with an organization called camp heels camp hope heels and it's led by Catherine and jay wolf it's a tremendous organization they service families of disabled people and it's a week-long camp and they do it at a camp mcdowell in alabama <laughs> there's some stories to be told about that matter of fact i had i flew into birmingham alabama and the drive was an hour over to the camp well unbeknownst to me unbeknownst to me uh, unbeknownst to me was that we have an issue with rental cars out here in these travel streets the airlines are having issues with delays and cancellations and the shortage of workers i didn't realize there was a shortage of rental cars well i found out i messed around and found out in birmingham and, I, you know, one thing I try to do, I try not to leave too late as to get to a place at 10 o'clock at night. Everybody's gone in the bed and it's done. So I want, if, I'm, if I'm going to leave the day before, I try to leave at an, an appropriate hour where I can spend some time at home and I feel like I was able to do some things. And then I can get a flight and still make it to my destination with a little bit of, little bit of time to spare. And that's what I was doing in Birmingham. I flew out of Columbia around two with the goal of making it to Birmingham around five. It was an hour drive from the airport to where I was headed. So I would be there 7 o'clock at the latest. And then I also think you receive an hour going to Birmingham because they were on central time. Well, the plan was, was moving right along lovely until I got to Birmingham and they said it'll be an hour. It'd be 45 minutes to an hour wait for a car. Like I was waiting to 
seat, be seated at a restaurant. I was like, uh, a what? A do the who to what? And also part of the issue is my 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 fault because I'm the gold diamond, whatever. I'm a gold status member, but I didn't reserve the booking under the gold. That's the kind of stuff that you like, come on, rental car people. If you see I have the gold, why don't you just make all my reservations go? Well, you didn't book it under the gold. So I'm sitting, but I was good. Like I legitimately am in a happy place, like mentally, emotionally, because I had my break. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling the way. What I'm gonna get upset. And I still gotta wait for the car. And I waited. And I waited. And I waited some more. And I finally got a car. Let's say I got a car around 7 15, 720, right? Got my car, and then I still have an hour to go. Now, I'm not necessarily familiar with where I was heading. I knew I was in Alabama, but I wasn't thinking about anything. So I'm just bebopping along. The, the 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 radio station was on the R&B station in Birmingham. So I was just riding, listening to some sweet sounds, some sweet midnight in flight. You know, it's always the, the smooth R&B sounds of KISS 107.3 or whatever. I don't know the radio station. And I'm just bebopping along, not thinking about a thing. And so I text ahead to say hey do I need to stop and get some dinner or we all have something and in that moment I started thinking about oh I need to stop and pick up dinner and it started getting dark and I also remembered I'm in Alabama and I also remembered that there are things called sundown towns and I also remember I'm a black man. Now, sometimes I don't necessarily think about that. Like <laughs> when I wake up in the morning, I don't wake up. Good morning, black man. Are you ready for this outstanding Monday? I don't, that's not how I wake up. What typically happens is I wake up as my good one, child of God, doing my thing. And then I go out amongst the people's. And the way the peoples respond, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that is right. <laughs> I am a melanated man. Let me uh, <laughs> let me act accordingly. Let me let me look around, be mindful. And that it kind of overcame me because I at, at the moment I was just bebopping along. I was just the comedian traveling to a gig when that sun started going down and I saw Jasper, Alabama. I was like, wait a minute now. I think I've read some stories. <laughs> about traveling these back roads because it was no longer on the interstate. I was in towns, but I made it. And it was super dark, very dark, like no lighting, just darker than dark. But I made it, made it safely, soundly. But it was, I'm telling y'all, you know, folks be like, why are you talking about race? Well, I would prefer not to talk about race, but this Hey, it, it it was very evident. I was like, oh, yeah, buddy, you might want to slow it down a wee bit. 
And I typically, I'm not a fast driver. I was just like, hey, let's uh, let's bring that down. But yeah, no, outside of that, man, I had an outstanding time with these campers. I closed their week-long events with a stand-up comedy show. They brought the club to the camp. And I was so ecstatic to be a part of that experience. I also just recently returned from the National Speakers Association, NSA. The NSA is the association for professional speakers. Folks like Les Brown and John Gordon, Rory Vaden, Anton Gunn, and the list, Al Walker, Willie Jolly, Simon Bailey, Del Toro McNeil. The list goes on and on. Jeannie Robertson. So many outstanding individuals that make a living speaking to audiences and improving the lives of organizations and communities and the world ultimately. Phenomenal. I first attended Impact. That's the name of the conference back in 2019 in Denver. It was in Denver. It was my first experience. And I, I probably referenced this before, but I'm a comedian and my orientation is comedy. And I've been groomed and, and, and grown up as a performer in comedy. But I'm a comedian that speaks. I am going to be a comedian until I cannot comedic anymore until i cannot do the comedy anymore i will continually be doing sets and doing hours and doing jokes however i am a individual that has a skill set to speak and at some point i'm going to write a book and i'll be an author but that doesn't mean i'm not a comedian anymore <laughs> once you write a book I'm now an author. I will be an author, but I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian that writes. I'm a comedian that speaks. And so I get so much value from being a part of this community called NSA because public speakers are some of the most giving, benevolent, collaborative individuals I've met on the earth as an organization, as a community of entrepreneurs. It is incredible now in anything you're gonna always find some uh some riffraff <laughs> you're gonna have some shady individuals as a part of any group or organization but from my experience individuals who are members especially of nsa particularly that serve this community are some of the most outstanding amazing giving phenomenal individuals and i was so happy to be able to be in orlando florida for impact 2023 it was inspiring it was rebuking it was instructional it was edifying it was uplifting it was hilarious it fed my soul it fed me in ways as an intellectual, I haven't been fed in a while. It fed me in a way as a creative that I haven't been fed. And as a communicator, 
and as a thought leader or a person who wants to impact the world in a positive manner with the things that I create, this was outstanding. So I would encourage if you if you're a person that has a message and you're serious about getting your message out to others, attending an NSA national conference is is vitally, vitally beneficial uh, uh, to you. I just had that experience and it was it was outstanding and I'm looking forward to being more active in the Carolina. NSA <laughs> and all the good folks that I met and just reconnecting with many people, establishing new relationships with some others. And I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic and I'm excited and I'm motivated and I'm, I'm clear. I, I, I was able to get a great amount of clarity about a number of things that I wasn't as clear on in times past. So, back on the road and I will keep you updated with what I have going on. But for the most important part of the podcast, the best advice ever portion. And I heard this, this was some tremendous information that I receive. I'm a part of a speaker's uh, mastermind. It's the, um, I think it's the millionaire, a million dollar storyteller mastermind community led by Andy Enriquez. And we recently had a gentleman by the name of Trevor Otts, O-T-T-S, Trevor Otts. And he was was speaking on a, a variety of topics, but he made this outstanding point. And this point today will be the best advice ever. And it's simply be a finisher. Let that resonate. Let that sit, sizzle in your spirit a little bit. Be a finisher. And these are, this is Trevor's words. I'm sharing his information. He basically, we often are very familiar with the ROI or return on investment. Well, he said that we should have an ROF, return on finish. It is impossible for everything that I finish to return to me void. But everything that I leave unfinished as it pertains to my purpose will return to me as a deficit. That's heavy. When he said it, it almost knocked me out of my seat. He said, it's impossible for everything that I finish to return to me void. He says, when you finish things, you operate out of a a space of abundance and we know abundance is simply more than enough. It's the overflow. When you finish the result of finishing something is abundance on the, on the converse of that, when you start serving, when not, when you start serving, so the result, of finishing something is abundance. But he also says, when you start serving out of what you haven't finished, you will never have enough. You will never have enough when you serve from a place of things you've not finished. 
you will always be in deficit. And that's where you find yourself in overwhelm. And that's where you find yourself burnt out because you've not finished. You've not completed tasks. And so you have no confidence in the what you produce. Because you don't know if it's going to work for others because you're not really certain that it's working for you because you hadn't finished stuff. And he's speaking directly to me. I am notorious for having all these projects and all these activities unfinished. And I've made great progress in them. I'm 85% in this and I'm 25% done in this and I'm 73% done in that and 33% done, but I have not finished. And since I've not finished, I've felt overwhelmed. I felt like it's not enough. There's not overflow. There's not sufficiency. There's not an ample amount for me to continue for myself, much less for myself, but for others, because I have all of these open tabs on my computer and I can't get to exactly what I want to get to talked about Jesus was able to serve the multitudes, not because of the five, the, the fish and the loaves. Is it, I always get it confused. Is it two fish and five loaves, five loaves and two fish? I'm always, I'm a little dyslexic like that. I think it's two fish, five loaves. But Jesus was able to feel them because he was serving out of an abundance. And when it got into his hands or in the hands of the disciples, they were able to. So they they received a finished or a whole amount. And they were able to serve the multitudes out of the abundance. And it looked like it wasn't enough. But when you finish, it's always enough. The jug never gets empty. The well never runs dry but you're not finished if you're not finished digging the hole if you're not finished putting up the wall if you're not finished writing the book recording the master class cleaning the office whatever these things that you continue to leave lingering you're not operating from a place of confidence so be a finisher that's the advice for the day. Be a finisher. Don't allow things to linger. Don't allow things to just not have a date, an expiration date or an end date, a deadline. Place a deadline. And again, if, if you have to make an adjustment, life is lifing. You may need to change things, but at least have a strategic moment in time where you say, hey, I'm going to be done. I'm going to be done by, by this point. I'm going to be finished with this by then. This is a great word for me, and hopefully it is blessing you. So the best advice ever today is to be a finisher. There's nothing wrong with starting. You got to start. It's vitally important to start. But what's better than starting is the actual finish, getting across the finish line. You start a race, but the race isn't over until you finish. So don't be in a perpetual 
state of running. <laughs> Finish, celebrate, rest, then start a new race. Can you imagine being in a race that never ended because you never finished it? Yowzers. Be a finisher. And also one of my favorite parts of the podcast. All I love all the parts. But it's the what you're not going to do part. The what you're not going to do. I ran across this story and I immediately thought, uh, yeah, what you're not going to do is do this to me. That's what you're not going to do. So I don't know if y'all heard this story, seen this story, read this story. But it happened in Music City. Everybody's familiar with Music City. I don't know. That is Nashville, Tennessee. Honky-tonk town. The country music capital of the world. But Nashville is known for quite a few things. Nashville is known for the number of colleges and universities. There are some tremendous colleges. Fisk University, HBCU, Tennessee State. It's right there in Nashville. Belmont. It's right there in Nashville. Vanderbilt. Right in Nashville. Quite a few. Lipscomb, I believe, right, is in Nashville because that's where my nephew works at Lipscomb. Maybe I might be making it up. He may be working somewhere else. <laughs> where does Lawrence work? But Nashville's known for history of music. I think there's the African-American Music Museum that is located in Nashville. As I said before, it's known for country music. The Grand Ole Opry is there. Many, many song, music songwriters started their career. They moved to Nashville to write and perform. Most recently, Nashville is known for its culinary experience. Foodies are very high on Nashville. Especially, there's something that's called the Nashville Hot Chicken. Well, this story that I saw could be named Nashville Hot Mess. Because what you're not going to do is have these type of stories happening. So, if you're not familiar, this happened at a, a Hilton hotel. A gentleman was awakened in his hotel room at five in the morning to the feeling of someone sucking his toes. Yeah, I'll say that again. I don't want to because it turns my stomach. But this dude checked into his hotel, went to bed, and was awakened by someone sucking his toes. That someone was the night manager of the hotel. I won't say these folks' names, but it was a gentleman. Now, I know that had Mike Goodwin awakened to a gentleman doing things with my toes, 
I don't know if they have prison podcasts. I don't, I don't know if that is available to inmates. This would be the best advice ever podcast from the jail, from solitary confinement, from Alvin S. Glenn Detention Center. If that, if that was my experience, but this was not me. Gentleman awoke, I guess he screamed. The night manager, I'm sure he hustled on out of the room. But the story communicates that this individual has a, a rap sheet. This night manager has been hired by Hilton Hotel. Has served time in jail. This man has a, a rap sheet with forgery, drinking and driving. Man, he has a manslaughter conviction. I think he shot his roommate. And when he was questioned about it, the night manager said he smelled some smoke. And went to go make sure that the man was all right. Now, the guy had been in his room earlier that they dealt with the television. So I don't know if my man was walking around in flip-flops or some sandals. He had his feet all out nakedly. And the night manager said, oh, I got to get some of this action right here. I just. That boy had his toes out in his room. In your room, you think it's all right to. To disrobe from your socks. You think that's appropriate? Well, that night manager was in there with that TV, but he saw those. He saw those toes and said, hey, man, I got to come back and see about those at 5 in the a.m. Ah, Nashville. I, I, come on. <laughs> I go. I'm Again, I am on the road regularly. But I was just telling some folks, that's why, you know, my wife, she would do it all the time. We would go and stay in hotels because she put that little extra lock. I, I wouldn't put a little extra lock typically. But when I, you know, my wife that we, we've been traveling pretty regularly, I know she put that little lock up. I started putting that little lock up myself. And it's not for me. It's for the night managers. It's, it's, it's more for you, for, for, for the person. Because if you feel like you are bold enough to come into my room. Probably won't make it out. Not the same manner in which you came in. Like if you walked in, they might have to carry you out. Yeah. And I'm a peaceful man, but I, man, there's some peace that I don't start walking in until after I'm awake. Like I done went to the bathroom, I done brushed my teeth. Like it, it takes me a little bit to warm up. If you... <laughs> what you're not gonna do is break into people's rooms and suck their feet, man. That's that's what you're not gonna do. But again, this is a wild, wild world we live in, and I'm so appreciative of you for listening and tuning in to another episode of the Best Advice Ever podcast. I would love for y'all to follow me on social media. I'm at comedian Mike Goodwin. On Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter, I'm at Bowtie Comedy on TikTok. Go to my website. I just announced the kickoff for my upcoming tour, the Big Dad Energy Tour. I would love for y'all to see me. This is my first time headlining. I have four dates currently. 
September the 9th. I'm in Cornelius, North Carolina. Uh, September the 30th. I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio. And then on October the 1st, I'm in Cleveland, not Cleveland, Columbus, Ohio. And November the 11th, I'll be in Columbia, South Carolina. You can go to my website. All the dates and the links will be available for you to purchase ticket. But if you know of folks that are close to Charlotte, you live in Lake Norman, you're close to Cornelius. If you live in South Carolina, you want to just drive up. Now, I want some change. September the 9th, that's a big date. Kicking off the Big Dad Energy Tour. I would love to see your face in a place. It's going to be material about being a father, being a son, just being a good, positive role model of marriage and manhood. I would love for you to check me out. Join my uh, join my email list. You can just go to MikeGoodwin.com. You'll get a free comedy uh, download of a comedy show I did in Texas. But I would love to meet you out on the road, take a picture with you, shake your hand, give you a hug. The Big Dad Energy Tour, September the 9th. Let folks know it's North Carolina. It's going down. So thank y'all so much. If you have any questions, you want to want to get get me, just just email me at info at comedianmikegoodwin.com. And until next week, I'll see you here at the same black bat place, same bat channel, same bat time. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I really appreciate that, man. Thank y'all so much. Look forward to checking in with you next week. I'm Mike Goodwin. Peace.